Hi, welcome to Made to Create. Uh, today's episode, we have a, um, a repeat guest, but we're going to have a little bit of a different conversation. Today, we're talking with Laura Haver. Um, you want to say hello? Hello, everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you might remember her from way early in the podcast. I want to say like episode three, four, somewhere around there. Um, and we talked about at the time um, things that you were doing around play um, and 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 all of that. But today we are going to switch it up a little bit. And one thing that I learned about you in the time that we've known each other over the last couple of years is that you're also a writer and you love to write. Um, and so mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like for you and then about this really special group that you have for moms who also enjoy writing. Oh, it sounds good. I can talk about writing all the time since I was a little <laughs> little girl. So I'm excited to jump in and you know, for everyone listening, like even if like we're going to talk about writing, but if it's something that's in, you know, if your passion isn't necessarily writing, you can substitute any other creative endeavor mm-hmm. for writing. So just you know, keep that in mind as you're washing dishes or driving your car, walking the dog <laughs> or whatever it is you're doing right now. So awesome. Well, first, I, I think one thing that I haven't heard from you before is um, what is what does writing look like in your life? Like over over the years, has that always been something that you've been passionate about? Um, has that kind of shown up more in your adult life, or how did you realize that that was something that you were really passionate about? When I was little, I just started writing. It just happened. Mm-hmm. It just came. I didn't think twice about it. I started writing stories. I wrote the story in kindergarten where like all the crayons came to life at night <laughs> at school, like in the kindergarten classroom, right? And then they had all these little things. And then like the next day, like every kid wrote a story about the crayons coming uh-huh. to life. And so it's just been something really fun. It's just a mode of expression. So I think writing comes mm-hmm. naturally to me in terms of storytelling, but also in terms of journaling and expressing myself through writing. And so it's been yeah. an interesting journey of um, going across different genres and different times of my life, what writing means for me. Yeah, I know. Um, that reminded me when I was little. I So I, I grew up living with my dad and my mom lived in another state at the time. And so... I got in my head that, well, we had this old typewriter, right? That my dad found, uh, who knows where. But I got in my head this idea that I wanted to write a story or a book for my mom because I missed her. I wanted to do something for her. And so I got out the typewriter and I was like, I'm going to write a story. So I sat down and I started typing at this typewriter and I was like, this is really hard to come up with a story. So I got my my little golden book of, uh, I think it was Sleeping Beauty. I was like, I'm just going to copy down this book and then I will send this to her. Aww. And so I started typing away and same thing. I was like, this is taking a really long time. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so that was my, uh, it, it. I asked that question because it took me, not that I fancy myself a writer, but it took me a while to to come to a place where I enjoyed it and I, I really loved to write. And it's same thing as you though. It's kind of taken a different form or a different shape and, and been used for different purposes over the years and especially into adulthood. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's something about putting your ideas to paper and I'm like grabbing my pen and just like <laughs> mocking them or like writing. Just, just instinctual. It's like the release. You can put your pa- your pen to paper as like mm-hmm. the safe haven. 
you don't have to share it with people or you can. Maybe what you write is exactly what someone else needs to hear is like your gift. So it's like your gift right. to yourself as you write and your gift to others. And it could just be a bunch of crap. I mean, you know, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, start yeah. off bad. It's another thing, you know, we can talk about in writing. You don't have to write amazing writing, especially on your first draft, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I attended this women's retreat thing years and years ago. And I think I'd only gone up for the day because I had Hunter. I I only had Hunter and he was still a baby, so I didn't want to stay overnight. But she has, at the time, I I loved the idea of journaling. Um, Just like I like the idea of lots of things like waking up early in the morning and doing yoga. And I do none of those things, but... But, but, I'm like, yes. but I love the idea of it. And so it was really, I, I think one thing that kind of opened me up to the idea of like what you were saying, like basically it doesn't have to look any specific way mm-hmm. is that in that workshop, she had us, I think either she had given us journals or we'd brought our own. I don't know, but she had us have this like journaling time and Internally, I was like, Ugh, like kind of groaning, right? Like, oh gosh, journal time. I'm gonna have nothing to write, or the like, perfectionist in me is gonna like want to write it over again. And and she was like, you know what? It doesn't. You don't even have to write full sentences if you just want to like doodle words that pop up in your head. That counts. And the rule follower in me was like, it. Oh, like <laughs> I'll be following the rules of writing if I do that. Okay, great. I'm on board for this. And it was really, um, really cathartic. And it was kind of life-giving to have that permission for it not to have to look a certain way, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Like you had a complete freedom Mm -hmm. of expression, freedom of creativity. You have this blank page. Mm -hmm. You can fill it however you want. You don't have to write sentences. And I love that. You can doodle, you can draw, you can make Mm -hmm. one word. You can do, I love to do like, Mind maps, you know, where you do like bubbles, like you oh, circle yeah. the words and you do like the web. You, you know, there's just so many different ways. But the I think what you're what you're feeling is you are being able to bring a playful, free spirit to it, mm-hmm. where you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. There's, you know, it's just a piece, right? Now, and that makes me kind of wonder because I know you're you're working with this group of of moms. Are all of them moms, or are some of them just? I think just, right now we have yeah. all moms, and okay. you know, we've welcomed. You know, it's really it's an open community, but it's right. built around the fact that if it you're an author mom, author yeah. moms, yeah. author I, moms. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that. It is yeah. called author moms. Um, but well, I, I guess one question I have about that is, what what is that like? Do you find that a lot of the ladies there like are, is this kind of a a thing that you're helping people kind of get over this idea of it doesn't have to look a certain way? I mean, there's a lot of things that we do. Like mm-hmm. the, the main purpose of the community is to support, connect, and inspire fellow writing moms. Mm-hmm. And because we share in a passion for writing, but also motherhood, it's this right. balance because everyone who's a mother or a father or even just a regular, you, it's hard to, it's not hard. I'm going to say it can be challenging mm-hmm. to put in time for your passion and yeah. like make and take care of all your responsibilities. So I think a real sweet spot of the group is that we understand both sides of the push and pull and we help each other, mm-hmm. lift each other up and say, hey, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And when we all share our story, our versions are so different of how we got to our books. Yeah. You know, one, like some people's books take them, you know, six years to get their first book together. Other people get their first book out in like three months or 90 days. <laughs> like it's just, and, and it's not, 
it's your own way. Like you said, it's your own freedom yeah. and your own journey is going to be beautiful in your own journey as long as you can relax into it, you know, <laughs> and that's easier said than done and you don't relax the whole time, clearly. Right. You got to still work on it, but I don't know. Well, and I, I think part of the problem, as I've experienced it, whether it's writing, whether it's, I don't know, visual arts, whether it's, you know, I know you do some improv too, which, you know, we could talk about in a moment, but um, is this tendency to compare our work or our our product or whatever it is, or even our process to somebody else's, especially if we're new at it, right? Because we're looking kind of, I think, for validation that we're doing it right and that what we are doing has value. Um, because if it has value, then I think it, it feels like we have permission to do it, you know, versus if we're just doing it for fun, if we're just doing it because we enjoy it, if we're just doing it for for play, then sometimes it can feel a little bit like we need to produce or 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 it needs to meet some sort of standard in order to for us to have I don't maybe have had the permission to do it or um, for it to be worth doing. No. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just it's one of the things that I find with people, because I talk to a lot of people now, my community of writers and authors and, and potential future authors mm-hmm. is really growing. And the more I talk to people, I talk to a lot of people who say, I, I have a book in me or I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would like to do this. And that could be said for any creative pursuit. Right. And a lot of times it's like, but I don't think I can do it or I don't know how to do it. And I don't, I'm not, don't see myself as that. And it's one of my favorite things is to help support people in their mm-hmm. journey Right. And coming, and there's so, because there's so many ways, and I've seen all these different ways of people approaching it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my like absolute favorite things to help people, but especially in let's talk about the comparison bit. Oh, yeah. Because I think comparison is a huge thief of creativity. Yeah. And if you are doing it like someone else, then it's not your creativity. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And you're not like, in your free, I mean, you can try, you can do it as an exercise as your mm-hmm. creativity expansion. I'm going to try to create a painting like this artist, or I'm going to write in this art, you know, this author style, and I'm mm-hmm. going to test these things out to find what my style is. Yeah. But if you just free yourself up, like a lot of people I talk to think, oh, I'm not creative. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not creative like she's creative. I hear oh my gosh. all the time. She is so creative. She builds these crazy fantasy worlds. And I just, I don't, like, I want to talk about, you know, like my dogs or my life. And they're uh-huh. like, that's not. And I'm like, oh, yes, it is. That's <laughs> totally creative in your own version, in your own way. And so, you know, I'm really excited for, I know we're going to talk about the workshop that we're yeah. putting together is just putting together these journaling exercises and actually I have some games up my sleeve, of course, you yeah, know, of course. to help people unleash and expand their creativity mm-hmm. and, you know, get over a couple of their limiting beliefs or blocks yeah. that may be blind spots to them in the moment, right? Because a lot yeah. of times you're like, well, I can't I do it? Or you don't understand what's stopping you. Mm-hmm. And if you can just get to like one blind spot, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, and you're called into action and your creativity starts to just fly. Yeah. And, you know, even as we were talking about that bit that, and I loved that sentence that you said that um, comparison is the thief of creativity. I, I, I realized just now as we were talking about that, that it's even more perfect that you're meeting with a group of moms because isn't that 
the thing that steals that that, that steals our joy in motherhood too is comparison of other one hundred percent other other moms and and other parenting styles or whatever it is right yeah. like we're never we're never good enough if we're not like this image of this other mom that we see. And I'm having conversations with people left and right about this from mm-hmm. my clients that I coach to like my friends to my improv group and all my different communities. Mm-hmm. It's like when we can embrace our true self, our authentic vision mm-hmm. and like honor our mix of gifts and skills that we have, we can live into our own alignment and then we can shine versus like yeah. trying to do something. Like I just posted this silly reel the other day. Like I like to sing, right? Like I sing in my car, <laughs> I like yeah. being silly and goofy. And before, like when I was a kid, I was singing really loud at this, like it was like, I don't know if you guys remember this. Depends on how old you are. But it was like Whitney Houston had this song at like the Summer Olympics and we had like mm-hmm. a school assembly. We're all out on the playground singing this like, I believe that children are our future. Or no, I know. It was like, no, that was not the one. Anyways. It was the Olympic song that okay. she had. I'll think of it in a second. And I'm belting it out like I'm an athlete. I'm into sports, the Olympics, <laughs> and I'm belting it out. And these kids look back at me and they're like, take it easy. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't sing this loud. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. And that's the same thing. It's like you put these things, it's like, I don't, I just want to be me. And if I want to mm-hmm. sing loud, just, I can sing loud, right? If I want to yeah. write and I want to do this with my kids, I'm going to try that as long as it's like honoring for the best good yeah. of everyone. Yeah, and I I bet everyone can come up with a story of something that they loved or something that, that they were doing in the ways that even a little comment can just really, um, I don't know, kind of put out that flame, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you have. Like, I remember, I, I th- not that this was like my like traumatic moment or anything um, at whatsoever, but like I remember being in... I think it was like the second grade and we were paint, we were coloring a picture of the earth. I think we were like doing our like science section of, of the class or whatever. And, and in my head I was thinking, well, I need to color the ocean, but I've seen the ocean. The ocean is not blue. It's like a bluish green, at least when I've gone there. Right. Like that's what it looks like to me. And so I went over it with blue and, and I was like, well, now I need to put some green in it. So I went over it with this green crayon and I kid you not, my teacher comes over and she looks at it and it's like, that is ugly. No one is ever going to no, like that. She I swear. Didn't. I swear. Cody oh. refuses to believe that that's a true story, but it, it <laughs> is, but it's just, and you know, that's, I don't, maybe she retired the next year. Who knows? <laughs> but um, maybe she was having a bad day. Maybe she's having a bad day. I don't know. Um, she gave me all of her extra markers at the end of the year. We made up. It was fine. <laughs> uh, but, right. But these moments and these little moments, it's like what we choose to do with them, you know? And mm-hmm. one thing I always tell my kids when we're doing these art projects, the one thing I learned through doing the games that we created every day, like during mm-hmm. my rewrite the story challenge, is that. I tell them, you're the artiste. That's how I say it. Uh-huh. You're the artiste. Because I always want to be like, oh, no, you should do it that way. Like, I don't want to say, no, the ocean is blue. Mm-hmm. Let them do it, especially when they're doing art, you know, everywhere. Yeah. But like, let them be themselves and provide this opening. Right. And so just as we want to do that for our kids, we have to do that to ourselves. Yeah. And like create the space for creativity to bloom and and just play around with it. If we're just doing it for our own self-expression, there's nowhere to get. Right. It may lead somewhere cool, but it doesn't have to. If yeah. if it makes us if it lights us up, if it fills us with joy in the moment, it helps us process things, you know, in with um there's like 
the stress loop in the body. Mm -hmm. Creativity is one way to complete the stress loop, to close the stress loop Mm -hmm. and get it out of your body. And so like it was really cool because during COVID when we were creating all these games, we were creating these games and then I was making these cool little like slides on Canva (laughs) to post them and, you know, writing little blurbs in my games and doing little research. I didn't know at the time, but I was actually employing one of these you know, methods of completing stress, you know, other ones are laughter, movement, Mm -hmm. um, physical touch, slow breathing or like, you know, deep breathing. But I'm like, creativity, why not do that (laughs) as our way to get de-stress, right? So anytime you're feeling like I don't have time to do writing or do painting, think Mm -hmm. about like, yes, what that is your, to me, play and creativity is the best kept secret of self-care. Yeah. You're not actually thinking you're doing self-care. You're just doing something for fun and bonus. (laughs) It's self-care. It's helping you be resilient and stronger and, you know, like bounce back from the humdrum of everyday life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I want to, and I I know, you know, you were talking about, well, we were talking about author moms and and about how, you know, there's going to be like this upcoming workshop and things that we're going to be working on. Before we get to the workshop though, um, I want to, I don't think I actually asked you about author moms specifically, like how did, what gave you the idea to start that? For author moms, it was 2020. I was writing, I was working on two different books and I was like looking around my community and I was like, I would love to have some more friends who Mm -hmm. are doing this to like knock ideas around. And I just, I love people and I love community. So I'm like, I'm just going to start it. And I was in these different mompreneur meetup groups. Mm -hmm. And so I just decided I'm going to put a call out for authors because I didn't, I only had maybe a couple that I knew. Mm -hmm. And so I just started reaching out and slowly built this community. And I just, before, in case we run out of time, I want to say anyone who's listening, who's interested, it's an open group. So if you're, if you're, even if you're thinking about writing, right, it's not just people that have books. There's people that have series and multiple books. There's people who are just starting off their author journey. And so we welcome everyone into the group. We meet virtually um, on Zoom once a month, the first Monday of the month. And then for those in San Diego area, we also meet in person as well from time to time, Mm -hmm. just because it's fun. We can do that again. (laughs) And yeah, so reach out to me and you're welcome to come check it out. We'd love to have you and support you on your journey and celebrate your wins. And and we'll put some, uh, we'll put some contact info in the show notes too, so that if folks are interested in, you know, being a part of that community or or wanting to understand more about what it is and, or how to get involved, then, then they can reach out. One of the things I've been, since we relaunched the podcast that I've been sharing is about these um, live events also for ladies, not necessarily moms, but but ladies in general, um, that we are starting to do again. Um, so those meet every month, and every other month, it's the Art of Restoration is the name of the event. And the months in between the Art of Restoration, we're doing what I'm calling creative speaker workshops. And so that is going to be the one that you are going to be um, kind of helping lead us through, which I'm really excited about because... Um, as much as I, I love hosting these events, but it's also really nice just to get to participate. <laughs> and so I'm glad that, you know, you'll be the, the one to kind of kick that, that part of it off. But the whole idea was, right, we, we're going to put this podcast or this episode out and then next month, so, you know, right after this, this episode airs or a few weeks after, you know, we'll have kind of a, a similar event um, 
at this creative speaker workshop. So and the idea was, you know, you would come and help lead us through some some writing, some play and help. I think, you know, we had talked about you know, helping us get kind of unstuck or, or what have you. So maybe talk a little bit about what, what we're envisioning for that. Right. So I'm really excited. I love live events. I love gathering together Mm -hmm. and leading workshops to help empower people to step into their play, to embrace their creativity, to embrace exactly where they're at on their creative journey and to embody their creativity and bring it out into the world. So mm-hmm. I've got some lots of fun stuff planned, including, like I said, some games, because it wouldn't <laughs> be my style if, you know, we didn't get a little bit of play in there. And also, for anyone wondering, I define play as an invitation to do something for yourself for the simple joy of it. Mm. So I'm going to definitely be bringing that in, and also to some journaling and some guided journal, like guided journaling to help you. Cause it's also going to bring in some of my life design coaching, just help you get past these blocks, whether you're yeah. feeling stuck, like a lot of people can either be feeling stuck and getting started or stuck and feeling like I'm really not that creative. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like me, you have 1 million ideas <laughs> and you're, how do you keep, yeah, where do you keep going and how do you keep going? And so there's going to be, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. to help you unleash and get unstuck in your creative journey or keep going from where you're at. Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk about that and lead you guys in some writing. I'm very excited. So we'll post, um, I know we were going to confirm dates, but it's looking like um, August 20th or, or 21st we were talking about, but um, the 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 final details we'll we'll list in the show notes as well so once we confirm that up but yeah absolutely and if anyone listening is like ooh i wonder about this or that reach out and let us know we have a little mm-hmm. bit of time i'm finalizing the workshop right now and i'd be happy to hear anyone's feedback or oh, that would be specific great. things because i'm always happy to tailor it to people's needs awesome very mm-hmm. cool and um and that will be will be in um north county San Diego for that. So we'll be up in the Escondido area. But again, more details on um, place, time, location, all that will will come out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just doing a little time check. I think we're still good. But any... Oh, you know what? Um, I know in the past, one thing that I loved kind of ending on, and, and it'll be interesting too, because you've been on the podcast before. And so I've, I've, I'm sure I've asked you this the last time that you were here, but I like to always end the podcast by asking our guests um, uh, like the same question, just to kind of see what the answers are. So it'll be, I'll be interested to listen back and see if your answer is the same. But the question is, how do you define creative living? Ooh, I should have studied my old notes. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's good because creativity evolves and flows. Right. So creative living, hmm. off the cuff, I will say again or differently, creative living is just true alignment living within your own essence. Mm-hmm. It's allowing yourself the space and the grace to test out and play around with things that you're led to. Mm-hmm. It's about not being so serious with yourself and being silly. I mean, that's it for me. Not everyone puts silliness in their yeah. creativity. Like for me, I definitely put in a bit of silliness and, and goofiness, but 
it could be in anything, right? You could be creative in how you're cooking. You could be creative in how maybe tomorrow I will drive a slightly different route to wherever <laughs> it is I'm going, right? But it is just, it's for me, really creative living is just the playful context of which I enter in all my life. Mm. It's like a, feel, a bit of lightness yeah, as well. Like don't take it too seriously. I think I said that. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's really important is, you know, like we're so driven, especially in the States of like, we need to accomplish this. And once we accomplish that and be more productive so we can accomplish more, that's great. We need to accomplish things. We have responsibilities. And when we bring this lightness and this joy and this play and fun, we fuel all the other bits. Yeah. And your whole life has this like smooth, creative flow. Yeah. So I don't know. I could talk about this forever, but this seems like something good for me to write about. I feel like <laughs> we're gonna have to do that in one of in our in our writing prompts. You know, there you go. Because that's a big deal. I think that's like the money question when I'm doing right. life design. It's like, what are your top values? What mm-hmm. is important to you? And if you really put those things in first, then you just let the rest of your life flow around it. But you're making a point to live intentionally. Yeah. And I bet you that's what I said last time. It's like <laughs> when you're living intentionally with what's important to you, uh-huh. then you can experience the flow of life. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, to my pleasure. Our, and, and actually, you're one of the, not the first guest in our home. We've had some other, but you're the first podcast guest in our new home too. All right. So well, thank you for yes. having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> and anyone feel free to reach out. Like I said, you can find me at Author Moms on Instagram in my personal page is Laura M. Haver on Instagram. I'm always posting all kinds of different games and funny things and inspirational quotes and goofy videos you might see me singing (laughs) (laughs) or like see some new improv clips because that's like what I encourage you to do is to try new things. So Mm -hmm. improv is just one of those new things that I thought, oh, this would be fun. Let's try it and and see. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And please remember to, to follow along Um, and subscribe that way as new episodes, you know, get posted and they'll pop up in your feed and it'll be easier to find. But, um, and then um, feel free to, to give the podcast a like if you, if you are liking it and I hope that you are. And uh, other than that, thanks for listening and um, we'll, we'll uh, see you next time. Bye.